0: Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The CoLab, which is a member-led, inclusive, global networking community for fashion, beauty, wellness, retail, and consumer luxury professionals. I started this group in the midst of the pandemic when I realized how many of us in this industry across the world were looking for pivots and next steps. I know when I started my career, I wanted more mentors and I needed more people to lean on and to learn from. So I hope you will listen to our stories and learn from them. Every Tuesday, we'll have a member interviewing another member, and on Thursday, they'll reverse. So stay tuned for the next episode and be sure to hear both sides of the story. Thanks for being here. Hi, this is Margo Jenks, and I'm here with Kenny Anderson today talking about our career journeys and paths. Hi, Kenny. I'm so happy to have you. Hi,
1: Margo. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
0: So, Kenny, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, your where you are today and where you grew up and went to school?
1: Absolutely. So currently, I live with my wife in Brooklyn, New York. We have been in the New York area now for approximately 11 years. Uh, Originally, I am from Detroit, Michigan, the Motor City, actually, and I studied business at Michigan State University with an emphasis and a major in supply chain management focused on purchasing, logistics, and operations.
0: Awesome. Okay. So, Kenny, do you feel like you know, tell me a little bit about your story and how you got to where you are today and what your work has been. And do you feel that what you studied helped inform that path?
1: Absolutely. So, I am a retail executive in the fashion industry. I have been in retail for um, up to 20 years now. And it's interesting that you asked the question about what I studied because I originally did not study fashion or, or this part of the industry. I actually was always focused on business. And interestingly enough, I chose the major supply chain management because I found it to be a career in an industry that would be something that I could utilize in any any industry that I decided to pursue. Growing up in the Motor City, most of my friends and also uh, classmates decided that they would go into the auto industry, but that just wasn't my interest. And so while I was in school studying business, I knew that with supply chain management that I could go into any industry. And I actually had interned at a tech company, Motorola at the time. So it was very interesting that I ended up in the fashion industry because of a career interview that took place where the opportunity presented itself to me as something that was related to owning your own business yet at the same time it was in in regards to to product and that was always something that I had like a back interest in like in terms of fashion but not necessarily something that I thought I would be pursuing as a part of my career. And so you're right. It's interesting when you you study one thing and then you go into something else. Because originally I had an interest in being an accountant. So oh my gosh! Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So it's very interesting that I ended in, up in a career that's completely different from accounting.
0: Completely. So Kenny, how do you feel like you made that shift? You know, from working in you know Motorola and like. I'm guessing phones or other tech supplies, to now being part of major fashion brands, did you find that there are similarities in the work that you were doing? And, and how did you kind of transition those skills?
1: Well, you know, studying supply chain management, it was interesting because it is the the practice of buying inventory management, logistics, and operations. And those skill sets are absolutely transferable, whether it be in the tech industry, in the fashion industry, or in food and beverage, or wherever you decide. Because at the end of the day, there's a product, and then there's a supply and a demand, and that product has to be bought, sold, and then shipped ultimately to the client. So when I actually landed in the fashion industry, I originally started my career at a department store in the Midwest called Marshall Fields based out of Chicago. And from there, I was part of a, a merchant training program with a group of 15, 16 other individuals where the executive retail training program taught us all of the ins and outs regarding like retail, fashion, merchandising, buying and planning and it was very interesting because you did in fact own a part of the business you did in fact have a responsibility to look after a segment of the business that was related to a client and you had to monitor the performance of that business and at the end of the day it is a product and also it needs to be supplied and provided to the clients and so those skills were certainly transferable although i didn't necessarily know it at the time that i decided to pursue fashion but everything that I had learned and everything that I was taught was applicable.
0: That's amazing. And would you say when you think about, you mm-hmm. know, or if you had thought about 10 years ago where you are today, is this where you would have imagined yourself or do you think somewhere else was where you would have been on the trajectory to?
1: You know, that's a, a really good question because I have to honestly say there is no way that I imagined that I would be where where I am now. My career has been pretty fascinating because as I started with Marshall Fields as a merchant, I then ultimately moved on to work for Hugo Boss. And there I worked in the retail department, a very small team, one of four individuals responsible for buying and planning and allocation of product to owned stores as well as outlet stores. And this was a pretty interesting role for me, but also a pivotal role for me because we were so small as a retail organization that we got to do, at least I got to do, some of everything from working in the logistics department, working with the merchandising systems, helping to develop them, working with the allocation components, working on buying and selecting product, working on planning and forecasting the financials related to that product, connecting with the stores. There were so many components that I got to actually experience in that role transitioning over to Hugo Boss that it was an amazing opportunity of growth and I was so grateful for being able to actually be in the organization at that time because we were so young and we experienced so many great things along the way that over the course of my 10 plus years with them, I had elevated to a variety of different roles from manager to director, senior director, VP, and ultimately senior vice president of merchandising and allocation for U.S., Canada, Mexico, and Brazil. So my time there was definitely fruitful and I learned a a great amount there. And I think ultimately during that experience, I just really got to take advantage of 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 everything that you know was was happening in the face of retail as there was a transition over from being a wholesale minded organization to a retail centric one where brands were deciding to take back control and have more responsibility and influence on their image and this was something that you know i really really cherished as in, in terms of the opportunity to grow and develop and ever since i have just been fortunate enough to experience, you know, these learnings.
0: Yeah, that's so amazing, Kenny. And so do you feel like the time that you had at Hugo Boss, was that really where like you feel like was the pivotal moment that you, it set you on the trajectory that you're on today? Or do you feel like it was another moment in your career that really set you off on where you are at this moment?
1: That's a great question. I I certainly feel like that Particular opportunity was the one that set everything off and and set the wheels in motion for sure. Uh, I worked with great mentors who were willing to give me the opportunity to develop and to grow, and also to develop and to grow. Other team members. So as I originally started off uh, on a team of four, by the time I moved on from that organization, I was managing a team of approximately 40 people. And so that certainly was a growth trajectory. And I definitely, definitely consider that time to be pivotal. Uh, And it also helped me as I made my transition over to luxury and moving into Uh, the company Giorgio Armani, where I was able to take the skill sets that I had learned through my time at Hugo Boss and transfer them over to a luxury organization where all of the foundation that had been built over those years were still applicable and could be utilized to actually help another organization grow at the same time.
0: That's amazing, Kenny. So it sounds like you obviously had an amazing path with you know, Hugo Boss from four to 40 in terms of your size of your team. How do you feel like you've changed as a leader, especially as you moved into Giorgio Armani and the work that you did there? Is there anything that you feel like you've brought with you from every single role? And how would you kind of define yourself as a leader in this space as well as within your teams?
1: So, you know what, I think the thing that I really connected with is working with teams and working with the individuals on the team. You know, no one individual as a leader can accomplish much of anything. It requires an entire group of of individuals to actually move anything forward. And I was very fortunate in my career, not only in the department store of Marshall Fields, but also at Hugo Boss, as well as Armani, but for sure, working with certain individuals And being on the same page and being the person responsible for guiding the ship, so to speak, when it comes to merchandising was something that I was really proud of because we set a mission and collectively with everyone on the same page, we were able to make that mission happen. And so one of the things that I certainly grew to really, really appreciate is working with others and also working to develop talent. This is something that I really grew to appreciate as seeing individuals that come in to an organization and they want to learn and they want to soak up information and they want to contribute and they want to be a part of the vision. And when you have an opportunity to help to develop that talent and to help them get to where it is that they want to go in their career, it's pretty rewarding. So, you know, although I always had a responsibility to achieve and to hit the target financial goals, for me, the bigger accomplishment was when I saw individuals and team members and talent on the team grow and develop into people that went on in their careers to actually become managers and actually become leaders in their own right and other organizations. And they still reach out to me to this day. So I have an affinity towards just really supporting and helping and guiding others as they grow in their careers.
0: That's so wonderful. I think it's really great that you've been able to help show a vision for each of these individuals because without that vision, you know, it's hard to be able to achieve that. And that's so amazing as a leader that you've been able to get a team to really fully understand what the vision is as an organization and as well as for their own individual goals. That's so impressive. So, you you know, Kenny, I'd, I'd love to hear a little bit about was there ever kind of any time in your career, because it sounds like you've had such a, a, you know, a robust experience, that you felt like things weren't exactly going according to plan or weren't what you were looking for?
1: Absolutely. You know, uh, when you are an individual who puts your head down and, you know, I've always been someone that has been a hard worker and always have been someone that is super, super focused. I think sometimes when your head is down and you're super focused on what it is that you're trying to accomplish, there are moments in your career where you do not have the connectivity to uh, the team members that you'd like to have to make sure that things are, are moving forward. And I think in those moments where you know you sometimes, in my case, it can be a distraction when you are Losing focus, and where there where those moments happened, I think for me, those are the things and the times that stick out to me as being a difficult time because I never want to let my team members down. I never want to let the organization down, and so I can't speak to. Uh, A company that ever, you know, was a, a difficult situation that I worked with, but I can certainly speak to moments in time where, you know, where you're just so drained, you know, from either overworking yourself or you're so drained from just trying to make sure that everything is almost perfect in a way, which we all know that there's no such thing as that but you know when i give everything that i can possibly give to make sure that goals are achieved that people are getting what they need and that you know the company is flourishing the way it should there are moments where that focus you need to look up and you need to take a breath and you need to also rely on your on your team in those moments where things are difficult and trust that the knowledge and the coaching and the development that you have embarked on them will come back to you so you can be open and honest and say look I'm uh, there's a moment right now where you know I, I just I'm I'm exhausted and let the team trust that the team can actually pick up where you may be you know, dropping the ball. And so I think there have been uh, one or two times where that's happened. And I've learned over the course of, you know, being a leader that I need to trust the team and I need to know that they can actually accomplish the goal because we are one and we can support each other in those moments and times where you can be a little bit overstressed.
0: Totally. That's such a great way to think about it because showing that vulnerability to your team, I think, really just enhances yourself as a leader. You've done such an amazing job to grow them. And when they see that you need, to, you know, have need a little help or need a little, you know, are struggling a bit. The fact that you've been able to teach them to reach out and help you Mm -hmm. to lift the whole team up as a whole is so amazing. And I think it's just a testament to the amazing culture that you've obviously built at these organizations that you've worked for. And it must be something you feel really proud of. Absolutely. So kind of speaking of pride, what would you say is your most proud moment in your career thus far?
1: You know, I have to say, um, I'm a first generation college graduate. In my family, uh, I'm also the first executive and also the first senior executive. So just the trajectory of my career so far, having achieved the level of what the outside would say is success, uh, is, a, an, is an accomplishment in itself. I rarely see myself that way, to be perfectly honest. I'm just doing things that i believe are going to you know help me further my own growth and along the way there have been rewards that have have come to me and i appreciate them but it's very interesting to hear feedback from my family and others in regards to the trajectory that has happened over the years and i have to take a step back and say wow you know when i look up and and take that breath yeah there's been some amazing moments and yeah i'd like to think that you know this is this is a pathway that could also inspire others and so my proudest moment i would say is as an individual and my family uh and 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 even amongst some friends where i have had a really really strong career uh and and look to continue the career forward as well and so i would say just getting to where i am right now is an accomplishment in itself just based on the fact that there were not too many examples that i had to look at uh, or could speak to or ask questions to from a mentor or a physical example of sorts of like how to make this path happen Uh, a lot of it was just done Through pure hard work, sweat, and tears. (laughs) And and, um, I have to say, like right now, I can say honestly that I'm pretty proud of that.
0: That is something that you should be extremely proud of and is so inspiring to hear. I think that everybody's journey is different, and yours sounds like one that you laid brick by brick to get there. Absolutely. And you have definitely shown what it takes. And it's so amazing to hear that. And so I know I'm inspired by that. That is absolutely fantastic. Thank you. What would you say is kind of something that maybe you would have done a little differently now that you've got 2020, you know, vision to be able to look back on the past? Is there anything you would have changed?
1: Absolutely. You know what? The biggest thing, I I rarely have regrets. You know, you can't. You can't really live in the past. And, they, you know, always they say hindsight's 2020. But there is one thing that I actually would have done differently, I would have taken more mentorship. I would have pursued that more throughout my career. Because as you know, mentors actually help you to uh, ease the path, so to speak, to not have it be so difficult, to not have it be so challenging. And there were certainly people along the way who gave me advice. Um, and also supported me. But in the actual role of mentoring, I never actually took that to the next level the way that I could have because I think mentorships not only help on the professional side, but they also help on the personal side when it comes to your growth and development. And I think those are certainly areas that you need to take someone or be under someone's wing that can help guide you in your career when you don't have that example of what it looks like to you know, chart a path. And I think that's one thing that I would certainly have done differently. Uh, now I have a completely different perspective on that. So I encourage it amongst anyone that I speak with in terms of, especially with the individuals that uh, approach me as well. And I've been asked to be a mentor and I gladly accept the role because I certainly would like to help them along their path. And I just find it to be something rewarding. You know, they think it's like something for them that's amazing, but in fact, the reward is coming my way. So that's the one thing that I would definitely do differently.
0: Yeah. That's an amazing way to think of it because you can learn so much from everyone. You know, it's, it, it's, it's a dual, it's a dual situation there. You both get yes. something out of the relationship, I'm sure. that's right. For so sure. kind of, you know, what do you think is next for you as you as you look towards the future and in a unique year that we're in um, what would you look yeah. for as the next moment?
1: Yeah you know this has been a very interesting time as you know everyone is going through a variety of different emotions and and also feelings and thoughts uh, and perspectives and I certainly have gone through all of those things myself as well I think, What has been super interesting for me is just resetting my goals and expectations for my next role in the future as I explore new and different opportunities. And one of the things that I certainly came to grips with is that anything that I do going forward, it must have a purpose. It has to be something that connects with me in terms of my values, my objectives, and my vision for improvement in a variety of different areas, and it's something that I'm certainly more passionate about more now than ever. I love and enjoy the aspect of, of, of mentoring and coaching and developing people, and I certainly would like to have that be a part of my experience no matter where my next uh, adventure is. And so ultimately, I'm, I'm very open to just receiving Information, learning, and continuing to grow. Uh, I'm also just uh, fascinated and 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 super excited about what the future uh, is going to look like. I love the fact that there's a lot of momentum behind things moving forward and moving forward fast. Uh, I think that it's an exciting time, and I can't wait to see what we're going to be doing next in the area of fashion and in the industry, and also just you know when it comes to the next phase of the next phase of life or what what we have to see ahead
0: That's so great. Well, Kenny, I have to say you're an extremely inspiring leader, a shadow that I definitely would love to walk in. So I think that you've done an amazing job. I've loved hearing about your career today. It's super inspiring and really exciting. And I can't wait to see what's next for you and what's to come. So thank you so much for chatting with me today. I've really enjoyed it. And I can't wait to hear more.
1: Thank you, Margo. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks for being here for the Colab podcast every week, a new career story, follow us on Instagram and all social media channels at join the Colab or Kher consulting and join us so you can record your own story.